0: Hi, and welcome to the BSO Podcast, a podcast for young people who desire to achieve self and career mastery. My name is BSO. I will be your mentor, teacher, and leadership coach, and it will be my pleasure to do this journey with you. Hi, guys.
1: Today, we're going to be talking about love
0: languages.
1: It's a season of love. Valentine's Day was a couple of days ago. And my primary focus on social media was helping you to learn how to love yourself. Today I'm going to be trying to help you learn how to love others and helping them to love you the way you want to be loved. Psychologist Anthropologist, Gary Chapman, a book in 1992 called the five love languages and in the book he outlines the five languages people use to communicate their love chapman argues that people are much happier when we connect with them in their love language and i think he's right but this does not only apply to romantic relationships or platonic relationships that's you know It applies to relationships we have with our families and friends. So as professionals, it can also help us to connect with our colleagues, our superiors and members of our team. So the question is, are you connecting in a language that your colleagues, your superiors or members of your team recognize? In other words, are you speaking their love language? One of the most powerful ways you can do this is to pay attention to the unique ways these people like to connect. Do you know the love language they speak? I think the only way we can do this, that we can really understand this, is to examine love languages that Gary Chapman says we speak. There are five words of affirmation, quality time, gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So let's start with the words of affirmation. The language of words of affirmation is the language of specific, meaningful praise. In other words, you have to actually praise these people. People that speak this language, they like to be praised. They like to be affirmed. They like to be told that they are doing well. As simple as this sounds, people don't really do it, especially in the workplace. A superior doesn't feel like he should be telling a younger colleague that they're doing well because they think it's going to get in their head a younger colleague does not know whether a senior colleague will not misinterpret a you're doing well as disrespect but that is their love language that is how they connect with you that is how they f- know that you appreciate them that is how they know that you love them so you have to try to speak that language the best way you can. So when you are mindful and you observe and you notice that that is the way that person likes to be appreciated, then you should speak the language because that's the only way they will know that you appreciate them. So when you want to connect with people that speak this language, give them specific praise. Appreciate them when they do things for you or for your team, or for the organization. Say thank you. Just say thank you. Say they are appreciated. Tell them they are doing well. And then you will be able to connect with them properly. They will know that you love them. The second language is quality time. For some people, that is the way they connect. That is the way they know that you appreciate them. And that is a perfect way to recognize and validate them so if you give someone some responsibility if you give them work to do if you give a team member something to do if you're a superior officer and you give a junior officer something to do spend time with them go and check on them let them you know let them know that you are concerned about what they're doing and you know use that time to coach them Right, to show them how they should get the kind of result that you desire, or you could take a few moments each day to personally check in on them. I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You can check in on your colleagues, you can just call and not talk about work. Right, yes, you're in the workplace, but you don't necessarily have to talk about work. You can ask about their children, you can ask about their pets if they have one, you can ask about their relationships if you're that close. Just give them some of your time. And be there mindfully. In other words, don't be distracted. (laughs) Be available. Be there. Don't, you know, press your phone when you're there. You know, it says a lot that you're just pretending to be there or you're trying to tick the box. But you don't take your phone. You don't get distracted when you're with them. It shows them that you're willing or you are being intentional about connecting with them the third language is gifts and this is a universal language right of every culture people give gifts all the time but yeah it might just be the language that that person speaks that person might not like quality time that person might not mind you not spending time with them that person might not mind if you don't even say thank you or appreciate them for what they do but they might just think that you know why don't you just get them a gift? So, to connect with somebody that speaks that language, give them gifts. If you are their superior, give them a raise if you can. Give them a bonus. You know, give them some other financial reward or a gift, a, th- a thoughtful gift, an expensive gift, a gift that they perhaps cannot afford themselves that will touch their hearts. Give them gifts. That way, you connect with them. Third language, fourth language is acts of service. That is my own language. I mean, I like to get have people do things for me. I can literally tell you to do everything for me. <laughs> the only thing you probably can't do for me is bait me. But I like people doing things for me. That's how I connect. That's how I feel like you love me. That's how I feel like you appreciate me. So if you know, if you are mindful, if you paid attention and you have noticed that that is the language That your colleague speaks. That is the language that your superior speaks. That is the language that members of your team speak. Speak it, right? Do stuff for them. So you have work to do and you have done your own bit, you know, and you kind of have some free time. You can offer to help them to do whatever they're doing. You can offer to help them finish a task, to meet up a timeline or a deliverable. You know, just... Make their work easier by doing stuff for them. It could be research. It could be creating a draft for them. Anything that makes their life easier. Anything that reduces their workload. That you know reduces what they have to do by themselves. Offer to do it. Acts of service. That's their language. They love it. Speak it. And the last one. Physical touch. Which we must really be careful with. <laughs> Using in the workplace, so I mean, a lot of some people appreciate this. This is not one, this is not a language I like to speak myself. I mean, not like I don't speak it at all, but I mean, if you don't speak it to me, it really doesn't matter, just do stuff for me, and I'm fine. So, but some people like it, some people appreciate it, and for some people, you can turn them off. Some people don't like to be all you know, you don't, some people want you to shake them, some people don't want you to touch them. So you need to be careful with this one. I mean, my recommendation would be that you use physical touch with care. Be mindful, considerate, ensure that you have a good understanding with the person that you are trying to use that language with. Even if it is their language. <laughs> even if it is the language they speak. But remember, you are speaking you're using it in a workplace so and you don't want to get into trouble somebody's accusing you of some crime maybe harassment and all that so if you're not very sure about whether the person will appreciate you speaking that language to them in the workplace i would really say that you settle for the other ones like maybe words of affirmation or quality time or gift you know just try to find out with the other language they speak because what i know is that people typically have a primary one and secondary ones so maybe physical touch is not their primary language and even if it were because it is a workplace You want to be very careful. So try to pay attention and find out what their secondary love language is and begin to speak it so that you do not get in trouble with the policy of the organization or with the love of the nation. And lastly, I just want to say that when we speak our love languages to each other, when we try to connect with people around us, what we're doing is that we're filling up our tank. Everybody has like a love tank, an emotional bank, where when we do this, when we speak our language, when we try to connect, we're putting fuel in that tank. So whether you're dealing with a family or a friend or a colleague, or you're seeking to connect, connect to the workplace, the best way to do that is to connect with them in their love language. And, you know, the reason is because we're all emotional beings, right? And Steve Covey was very gracious to gracious in his book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People to explain the concept of emotional bank accounts. So what is an emotional bank account? Stephen Covey says that it is the amount of trust that has been built up in a relationship. And you know the basic the basis of this simple yet profound principle is that we maintain a personal emotional bank account with anyone who works or relates with us. In other words, our account begins with a zero balance. So it's just like you go to the bank to open an account. Usually, except there's a minimum balance you must have, usually your account starts with zero. And just with any bank account, you grow the account by making deposits, you operate the account by making deposits and withdrawals. If you do not make a deposit, you cannot make a withdrawal. Hmm? So with the emotional bank account, we are not talking about money. As with the name, what we are talking about is emotions. So what kind of emotional units, what kind of emotional currency are you paying into your colleague or friend or family's bank account? The concept is powerful because it transcends time, space and hierarchy. I mean it works with everybody and it works all the time. When you speak a kind word to somebody in the office, you treat your cleaner well or you do anything nice to for anyone or to someone in the office, your colleague without expecting anything in return, or you know, buying donut for a friend, you know, you you went out and you come back and you bring a donut or a snack. You make that deposit. What you are doing is that you are depositing. You are making deposits in their emotional bank account. You are connecting with them. You guys are able to work together better. And Kovey says that the six major ways that you can make deposits in everybody's emotional bank account is first, understanding the individual. And that's the first thing I said. You need to know what language your colleague speaks Yes, you might know what you speak, what your language is. Like I said, my primary love language is acts of service. So yes, my language is acts of service. Because my language is acts of service does not mean my colleague's language is acts of service. So I cannot connect with my colleague speaking my own language. I have to pay attention to my colleague. I have to be mindful of my colleague to be able to determine the language that my colleague speaks so that I can speak that language to my colleague so you need to understand the individual you're dealing with and then you need to attend to trivial things and that's where speaking the language acts of service comes in i mean for you that thing is trivial is little is inconsequential but for the person that that is their primary language you have done such is such a big deal so attend to trivial things Third, Steve says, keep your commitments. So if you make a promise to the person, keep your promise. Keep your promise. Clarify your expectations with the person. What is the expectation from the relationship? Everybody must know what the expectation is. So you are my colleague at work, the expectation is that we should be able to work together to achieve the organizational goals or our team goals our personal goals and then I work towards that by trying to always make sure that I am connected with you at the level where you feel appreciated you feel like you are you know you you are part of the goal or the vision that we're trying to achieve then show personal integrity let your word be your bond and lastly apologize sincerely when you make a withdrawal and when you make a withdrawal is when you do something wrong like if you say something to the person if you maybe give somebody that speaks the language of acts of service a gift like you're going to be eating a brick wall and that's almost like making a withdrawal from the bank so you put your money in your bank account and you go and to make a withdrawal your deposits gonna reduce. So when you're making a withdrawal from an emotional bank account, you're probably doing something wrong. Whereas doing all these six things helps you to make deposits in the account, when you do any other thing, when you say an unkind word, when you do something that is unkind or disrespectful, when you are proud or arrogant or you treat these people badly, or you know, do things that betray the trust that that friend or that colleague or that organization has built in you, you have made a withdrawal from that emotional bank account. And when appropriate, a sincere apology will keep your account positive. So it's almost like when you make a withdrawal, right, and your account is in the red, the only way you can bring it back to positive or you can bring it back to green is if you make a deposit. So what does... Emotional Bank account tells us about workplace love languages and how to stay connected with our colleagues to help us be more productive. It reminds us that we are people. We're dealing with people. They are not material possessions. And people have the real deal. Because Walt Disney says that can design create and build the most wonderful place in the world but it takes people to make the dream a reality so when you have dreams when you have goals when you have visions you need people because people are the real deal and the only way you're going to get people to help you to achieve your goals dreams is to be able to work well with them is to be able to connect with them and the best way to connect with them is to speak their language make deposits into their emotional bank account. Emotional counts reminds us that we are, I mean, our we're not supposed to live in isolation. We're not islands. We were created for community. We were created for relationships. So, how do you make those relationships work? Connect with the people that you're trying to connect with by speaking their language. Understand them first. And you know, it just goes to the first habit in Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people which is seek first to understand then to be understood in other words understand the other person first understand how they like to connect with other people before you seek to be understood in other words speak their language if you do that they will also try to do that with you And then you know the relationship will work because you are trying to understand them so that you can speak their language and connect with them properly. And they are also trying to understand you so that they can speak your language and connect with you properly. So seek first to understand, then to be understood. If we constantly make deposits into the account of everyone we interact with every day, the account will be healthy and so will the relationship. So, when we constantly focus on how to connect with the next person, how to connect with our colleague in the workplace, how to, you know, make sure that we are showing them that we appreciate them, our relationship will be healthy and we will be productive. So, the next time you want to connect with your colleague at work, Think of your emotional bank account with the person. Ask yourself, are you fully funded or you're already in the red? If you are in the red, that's nothing to worry about. Just make deposits. Speak their love language. Do it today. Do it now.
0: Thank you for joining me on this episode of the BSO Podcast. I hope you found ThoughtShed helpful. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. If you loved the show, please leave a rating so that I can continue to bring you more insightful episodes. You can also follow me on social media at CoachBSO. Until I come back in a fortnight, remember to lead, excel, be accountable, and stay determined.